Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and this morning, I want to catch you guys up with all of the goings-on of the weekend of this author life, and I'm telling you, it was a phenomenal weekend, Saturday and Sunday, and so, just thank you for joining me on my ride to work and listening to my ramblings, and hopefully, between all of these ramblings, you'll learn a thing or two maybe or listen for a tip and <laughs> maybe it'll be something that you could apply to your own life and um, I hope so anyway so on Saturday I had an event now this was my biggest event of the year now I'm not just talking about sales even though it was it was a wonderful event for that but it was my biggest event because it was my most personal event it was back home with my family so each year, my dad would take me to certain festivals, okay? He would take me to the Highland Games, which would be in at Floral McDonald Academy, and we would go every year, and I would so look forward to it. And I'm telling you now, my Scottish book um, that I wrote, Bridges, that just came out yesterday, there's reasons why I wrote about um, a Scottish family in there. I've always, always been drawn to the world of Scotland, um, to the lives, to the history. Um, my mom was a Moody. Um, I'm about, geez, 50% off of Ancestry.com from that region. There is a reason. <laughs> I'm telling you, there is a reason. Something in my DNA screams to write um, Scotland. And so... I'm from Scotland County area. Robinson County and Scotland County border each other. So there are also festivals in Scotland County that my dad would take me to. And of course, Scotland County named after where? Scotland. Um, and it was at the John Blue Cotton Festival. And it's at a big, beautiful home, a historic home, the John Blue House. And we would go each year. There are other festivals my dad would take me to as well, but this one, we would just walk up and down the vendor booths. I just loved being out with him. He knew everybody. It was just lovely to, to just spend time with my dad. And so yesterday, I was at that festival. And so I t kept telling my husband, I'm going to try not to cry. Just help me not to cry. And so I was so excited to be there. Um, sitting at the booths and I constantly was thinking of my dad 
I was constantly like battling the tears and I just kept them all in because I channeled it through the excitement of just seeing people being in the moment with people and trying not to focus on anything you know sad so I, I managed without a tear um, I got teary-eyed a couple of times and then just you know kept looking right way fighting it off <laughs> and I made it I made it through um, so we had to be there at 7 a.m. to set up. So I'm going to tell you guys the story. And um, you guys just don't go around like joking us because, Lord, it was an accident. Um, and we all have them. So you can listen to ours. So when I got the letter that said we needed to set up by 7 and our cars needed to be removed from the premises by 8 o'clock, and parked away from the the grounds I was like wow and then the festival started at 9 well we didn't have the money to go the day before some people it even said you know you're allowed to set up the day before um, but I couldn't afford the hotel room and if you look at hotels it wasn't just gonna be a hotel it was probably gonna be food and a hotel then we would have had to take a day off work because you had to set up before 6 o'clock. So I'm like, okay, we're just going to have to rough this thing. Roughing it, but getting up at 4 a.m. My boys were like, nah, never mind. Don't want to go to that festival. <laughs> My stepdaughter was fine with it. Um, she got up with us, and it was um, me, Eli, and her. And we um, packed the car up. Everything was ready to go. And we had to play musical cars at our house because our driveway is not big enough. So um, we're constantly having to move in and out, switch cars for people to get out of the garage because my husband has his car in the garage. And it's like, oh my gosh. So the, yesterday was no different. Our Saturday was no different. We back up. I back up and I'm ready to go. And then I see my husband backing up and he backs up into the neighbor's car at like 4.45 in the morning and he dents the side of their car and I'm beeping the horn he doesn't hear me I'm like oh my gosh what's happening so I'm so thankful that my husband's reaction you know didn't say well if it wasn't for you we would have never got into this mess because we would have never got up this early it was none of that he if he thought it he sure didn't say it but I'm praying he didn't think it um he handled it we took care of the business, did all the insurance, took care of all of that, the neighbor. And it was like at the very beginning, you could just feel the heaviness. You know, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. And we talked through about, you know, reactions of people and um, to, to teach my stepdaughter that there are different reactions that people can have in moments like that when they mess up, when things happen and they don't mean them to. So let's just say we turned it into a learning experience and we drove on down the road. So we ended up making it and setting everything up. And now we have got the setup to where it's quick and easy. We've done this two times at an event in the outside areas. Um, and so my husband got tent stakes. It worked perfect. Um, 
we barred Ray's chair again because I was like, this is my last door event. The chairs were $75. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So we, we got a chair borrowed again. Um, we have to give the table back. We got the tent donated. So all of that is like a blessing. And when I talk to people about blessings, I tell you guys, blessings can come in so many ways. And they don't do, I mean, and they're financial because they saved us money. You can look at it that way. But blessings also come in ways where, you know, we didn't have a neighbor to flip out on us, like, right beforehand and call us every name in the book. Um, there's so many ways that you can say blessings can come from the minute that you wake up and put your feet, the minute you open your eyes, and then the minute you put your feet down on the ground. There's so many blessings for us. We just have to look at them like that. So we get everything set up. And I noticed that I'm beside a lady that has books. And I'm excited about that because she has the children's books from Usborne's books. And she's a, she's a vendor for that. So I was like, oh, we could put you on Facebook and we could get your children's books out there um, that you're selling. And she was a local girl, young, with a family. Um, so, you know, that's what we should do. So we should promote people that are around us as much as we can. So I made sure that, you know, I did that for her for Facebook Live. And then I did a Facebook Live video. I did, um, I was going to do more than one, but it was so busy, I only got one in. Now that is a blessing. The first time that we did an outdoor event, I wanted to do Facebook, Facebook Lives with Pooja, but the traffic noise was right behind us, and it was highway traffic, like road traffic really high. Um, sounding noise and I was like there's no way we're screaming over this people walking by so we didn't do the Facebook lives like I really wanted to but at least I got one in and that was pretty probably what I needed was that one um, and that's good because it gives me exposure it gives me gives people chances to see my video if they couldn't come um, there's a lot of people even local that I did not see but you had to pay to park and pay to get into the event. And so there you go. Before even coming, it was going to cost them money. And then you know what happens at events. Because let me tell you what happens. So when we were at the outdoor event locally, it was a four-hour... Well, no, it was an all-day event. But we took lunch. Pooja and I took lunch. And then the taco truck drove up. Now, guys, I have a thing about taco trucks. You just don't know. And I was like, okay... I can do this willpower. We've got to save money. So the only thing we bought were some drinks. Eli did get some jam and he got some um, peppermint for me. Um, my mother-in-law bought me some chow chow. <laughs> and so, yes, there was money spent that day, but it wasn't like tons of money because we didn't get food. I think he did get my stepdaughter uh, ice cream. So, so over the course of that day, that one wasn't a lot. But yet, but on Saturday, now that festival, we didn't, we packed snacks. We did not even eat any because you know why? Behind us, we were sitting with a kettle corn popcorn maker and a pork skin maker. And then in the corner, egg rolls that had collards in them. Now guys, I am a collard eater and I love egg rolls too. I've never had it together. I've always ate the collard sandwich. They had collard sandwiches too, but I was like, guys, I want to try y'all's egg roll. I'm going to be bold today. Oh my gosh, it was the best thing. From now on, I'm doing collard egg rolls. I'm not going towards the collard sandwiches. 
Well, I don't know. I take that back. I might get me a collard sandwich for later. Eat an egg roll on the spot because you need to eat the egg roll while it's crunchy. And, and um, anyway, so look what happened to us. We were sitting around food <laughs> all day. So we had a big bag of popcorn. We got a bag of pork skins. We got the egg rolls. Then my husband went and got a hot dog. Alexis was eating Domino's. And then the next thing I know, it's like, what? Okay. Then we paid gas and then we had to pay the setup fee, which was so cheap. Oh my gosh. It was so, it, there is no way I can't not miss this event because events in Raleigh were $600. It was $650 to get a table in Raleigh. And I'm like, I just met with 10,000 people for this, for this event. And it was back home. We're doing it again next year. We already told the vendor, um, we already told the organizers they're going to send me the packet in March. So I've already been invited back for March, and I'm so excited about that because we are definitely going to be there. Um, the event's not in March, but I'm saying we got the packet's going to come out in March. But over overall, when we looked at the cost, we were like, we would have spent this somewhere else. We would have, but we had fun. And we had a great day and we supported the people around us. Um, I made so many memories. I will keep this one with me forever. And I'm gonna share with you, now my Aunt Dot, she doesn't like taking pictures, but I got me one. And I'm telling you, my Aunt Dot, if you guys listen to the podcast, you've heard me talk about Aunt Dot. But if you've read my work and you are a fan and you have found me, Y'all know Ann Dot. Dot's in every one of my books. That Dot comes in and out in the worlds of all of my characters. She is my lovely aunt that I adore. Um, that is uh, out there with me during the event. I got to tell you guys. So you really need an event um, team with you. And if you can, get a team together to help you. So here's what I've learned from the first event to the second event. I finally convinced my husband because the first time I did the Lenore Ryan event, my, my children were with me and they did not want to mess with the swipe machine. They did not want to deal with credit cards and the PayPal and um, all of that. So I took care of that. I took care of talking to people, sign up for my newsletter. I can't do it all. Okay second event my stepdaughter took care of signed up for the newsletter she did really well on it the first event she took care of it after that she um we decided she also needed to keep up with my tally of which books were being sold so we made a sheet up inside of my my diary book like a journal book i carry with me um that i got as a gift for speaking um, to teachers in Wake County about my book. So it's like anything that I get that turns right back into the world, I'm using it in one way or the other. Um, so we've got her cataloging everything. But we did, uh, uh, we didn't really do a fantastic job chasing after people for the newsletter, which I regret because I missed a lot of opportunities to, to get the newsletter out there. So my husband rectified that situation. He went on Wish, and he bought these little stand things 
and we picked out the ones that have the hearts and the stars and everything because they looked YA more so than just the plain ones with the paper clips but they've got like these little metal clips on them and we're gonna take signs and we're gonna laminate them and my friend has a personal laminating machine and she told me if I ever needed to laminate anything to please ask her and she would um, help me laminate things that were small so I'm gonna make these little um, like four by six cards like the size of index cards that say things like um, you know sign up for my newsletter uh, you know things like that and I'm gonna put them up with my QR code so those were things that that we could do better next time and I've told you guys this stuff and I just didn't do it I just don't, don't I didn't follow through with it myself I did use a picture frame that I had in the house and I wrote you know all books are $13.99 plus tax which is $14.93 I wrote it and I used it black and white put it in a black frame and I just wrote it with a sharpie I didn't do any kind of colors or ink because I'm still out of ink um and then I put it in the picture frame, and I, and I didn't check, and I put it in on the wrong way. Hilarious, right? So then I had to use another book to prop up the picture frame. <laughs> um, that's what you get for trying to do things at the spur of the moment at like 4.30 a.m. Um, so I put the thing in backwards. Hey, but it still worked. So the picture frame looked really good on there. I'm going to be using the picture frames from now on. Um, that way I can just easily carry them with me and I don't have to worry about papers bending or papers flying away because I was catching other people's flat papers that were flying away off their tables so don't take don't you know don't think that okay you can print off a pretty paper and not have it in something because it's gonna fly um, the picture frame idea is a great idea and it does make your table look better um, and then that gives you more room if you're putting an eight and a half by eleven and you're putting that down that's a spot where you could put your books um, and set them up okay so um, that is an improvement at least I did the picture frame idea but the sign that my stepdaughter made that said Amazon best-selling number one new release and things like that that blew kept blowing off of the tablecloth so we talked about getting a vinyl sign for next year we were looking at a lot of the other vendors and that's something that i suggest you do once go through and look at vendors and see what they're selling and talk with people and and be supportive if you can Two, look at how they set up their booths so that way you can get ideas and we were looking up the banners at walgreens because i like to use the walgreens print shop um, and we we're going to price the banners and we've already talked about ways to attach the banners. We were looking at what other people were doing with their tents. So we're definitely going to not get a big one because we don't want it to be where people have to kneel under. Um, so people were looking up. Like I would watch how people's eyes would kind of automatically go because they were looking for a banner. Um, so that is something to rectify for next year. So definitely going to hope to make enough money where we'll be able to get a nice vinyl banner. Um, I also want a stand-up banner um, that we can attach to the poles of the tent to go along the side. Um, like a flag banner. 
I want that one as well. So I do want to, I want to invest in a smaller one for the tent and then one for the banner size in case I go somewhere and I can't and I'm indoors and I don't have the banner. I have the, um, the rollout, I, you know, so first, which one would be the most practical to buy the roll up one. Um, so that's going to, that's number one on my list is to prioritize that. And my friend, um, she's made those before she's got those made before with a company i'm waiting for her to get back with me because she said that um she thinks like the ones that will last you forever they're around 60 dollars to her in her opinion those would last forever in a day so um and she re she really liked their customer service so she told me she was going to go through her purchase orders and she was going to find the brand the company because she forgot it <laughs> so i'm waiting to hear back from her and that might be what i just buy myself for christmas um, instead of getting a new gun for christmas i'm already set with my guns um i might get myself a banner or something like that okay so let's see thinking back at the table and some other things to and be improved upon is to make sure this time um, the boxes I didn't want everything to get wet my husband has a really nice picnic blanket and it is so cool and it folds up into this little pouch and it's this nice um, material that can be like outdoor material um, and that's what we used and we put underneath the table and it came out um, that way our boxes would not get wet. We could put things under there and, and not worry about it. The first time we went, we had an issue with all the ants, the ground, and all of that. Well, this time we didn't because we carried that blanket. So I was looking around and I was seeing everybody had all these rugs. They had all these outdoor rugs. Um, people were getting really snazzy with their area. And I was just glad that we remembered the picnic blanket to put under the table. Um, and no, we didn't have that where people were standing on it. We just had it behind us. Um, so with my husband there, this time I convinced him to do the machine. And when I say the machine, I'm talking about the PayPal swipe machine. So we downloaded the app on his phone. I registered with uh, my account information and he took control of that. And it was so much nicer because while he was doing the swipe thing, doing the the reader the card reader i was still able to communicate and talk and, and engage with the reader um, i could sign the book while he was swiping um, it made everything more efficient i had multiple people at the table at once so it looked like we had a system and that was something that i just pretty much begged him to do for me because I just can't do it all I, I can't I get so nervous and I get nervous because I'm having to leave and do the swipe and then I'm thinking of the swipe only and I'm not talking while I'm looking at the machine reader it's awkward for me um and I'll do it if I have to. If I have to do a solo event, I will do it. I do know how to use it thanks to Pooja because Pooja helped teach me how to use the thing <laughs> from my first experience. But it's easier when I have someone with me. So my husband really helped in that way. Um, when you go to some events, the bookstores and things like that, they rang it all up for me. And so at the end of the day, the bookstore just says, okay, here's your cut of it because they get a percentage for allowing me to use their space. So it's almost like I'm renting a space in the bookstore, which is fine. And then um, I got 
you know, the cut of that. And so they just handed me a check, went in the next day, took care of it, put it in the business account, and it's done. So, you know, if you need, you know, people to come with you, you know, start planning ahead, giving them dates, asking them for help, because it is just really nice. It's also really nice um, to have someone there that, that already knows that you want pictures. But you have to ask permission because there was a church member that came to support me. And I said, can I put this on Facebook? Because I was putting like a collection of people that, that I saw that were supporting me and giving them a shout out. And she's like, I don't do Facebook. and I'm not on any social media. And I'm like, perfect. That's fine. I will, I'll keep it and treasure it in my heart forever. Because I am, you know, making like just collages for myself. Just to look back at memories. So... Always ask permission. Can you use the pictures? So, um, so here I am, you know, taking pictures, and then I forgot. So then, when I had a bunch of people come at the table, okay. So I had my best friend there. I had my best friend's sister there. I was all excited because I had and her her husband and kids, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. I'm so excited. I didn't get a picture with Shannon. My um, and I'm and I felt terrible later. I was like, somebody needs to say, "Hey, Jennifer wants pictures," because again, I'm in the moment and I don't think of everything. So, um, that stuff can be very helpful. When my aunt showed up, she was a cheerleader, y'all. She was like, I've read all of these books, and I do not lie. And I will tell you that they're wonderful. She is so talented, and you need to get all of these books. And she would wave her hand, and that's how my aunt talks really proper. And she does not talk like I talk. Um, so she has that extremely proper voice, and it's, it's adorable. It was darling, and I loved it so much. And I was like, oh, this is my aunt. And I would get kind of shy. And I was like, you know, this is my champion. She was like, you can't get to stop bragging now. And she'd sit down. And I was like, Dot, I need to take you with me everywhere. Because it just made my heart just do flip-flops of joy. Um, and she would do that when people would come. And she would say, and Myrtle's Garden is named after my mother. And then I'd be like, yep, and you're going to read this book. You're going to meet my aunt, Dot. She's in all my books. Um... And so that was wonderful to have that. She was like, oh, and I cried over Rambo. The tears just came and came. Dear God, please take care of Rambo. It's a true story about her baby dog. And so this is my aunt talking about my books, giving people, just handing people my bookmarks. Um, and that's another thing. I've got to order new bookmarks because now I'm almost out, which is a positive thing. Um, so Walgreens is getting a new order from me. But this time, my husband has suggested that I make new bookmarks because I made bookmarks for the Hartwell Chronicles to to take with me to go to um, Lenore Ryan University when I had the nerd camp. But he was like, Jennifer, you need, I'm telling you, he's thinking, in his mind, he's saying it's going to be Lyric and the Rapture Revolution. are going to be my top two selling books of all time. And he's like, you need to have a bookmark that middle grades kids can have when they come up. That your middle grades readers can have, your adult readers can have. He said, you need three different bookmarks for your YA, adults, and for your middle grades. And then you could put those throughout the table instead of just keeping them in one bucket. So, 
there again, my husband's a genius. It's a great idea because people love the bookmarks. And I'm going to tell you, I had an author who told me you need to make character cards. You need to put cards up there. And yes, people can use character cards. I agree. They can use them as a bookmark. But the bookmarks where I've been have been highly successful. People say, oh, I want a bookmark. Oh, I love a bookmark. Um, and so I'm definitely going to stick around with the bookmarks for a while as long as I keep getting this reception for, you know, from the material. And it has, you know, my web address on there for my website. But I also need to add additional um, QR codes and things like that. So I'm going to completely redesign my bookmarks. And that's going to be probably something I'm going to do before my December event. So definitely look at what can you do as just giveaways at the table, just freebies, just author merchandise. We did bring the necklace and the jewelry. Um, we brought that for a giveaway. And then my ne um, my stepdaughter, she didn't take the, the names. We only got one name for the whole day. And I think she was excited as long as me um, talking with people because she was engaging with people too the whole time. And then there were times when they left me to go walk because they had an animal exhibit with snakes and everything. So they loved it, taking pictures with snakes and holding them and all that that there were times when I would be selling and they were not at the table because they were walking at the vendors and going and looking at the animals again. So, um, and then I definitely wasn't thinking of the bookmark. I was just wanting to engage with the readers. There was a set of readers, and y'all, I'm telling you, it made my heart so good. So, at the end of the day, I met family there family came to support me my cousin my niece and my aunt were there my best friend was there her family came to support me then we had my church people so I had three of my church members to come um and not everyone that came like my aunt Dot, she already had my book so it's not like you know my my niece didn't buy my book my cousin didn't buy my book um one of the church members two of the church members didn't buy my book um so it's not like I only sold to people I knew, but having, oh, and Miss, and Miss Kim, a family friend, she came to visit. Um, she said, I just came out here just for you. Um, and I love that because I knew that they were spending money just to come in, just to give me a hug. Um, but I will tell you that um, it wasn't just family or friends that I met. I met new readers. I met a reader who said, can I get your other books in the library? And I said, I'm so sorry, but those books have to be requested. There is a process. She was like, well, I'm going. I'm going back and I'm going to request all of your books because I live in South Carolina and I want to read the rest of these. And she bought Bridges and then she wants all the rest. And she was like, I'm going to take care of this next week. I know the librarian. And my aunt was so thrilled. And my aunt talked about that, like, for the rest of the time she was there. She was like, what if your books get into the library in South Carolina? I'm going to try to get them into our local library, too. So that would be super amazing if people did that kind of work. Because they do have to be requested. You have to tell the reason why. They were like, why don't you request it? I'm like, I feel weird saying Jen Lowry. Jen Lowry wants Jen Lowry's book in there. <laughs> I mean, it just would feel awkward to me. 
But then to know that the lady asked about it, it was just a God thing. Someone also came up to me and said, you need to go to this certain event. Your books would work perfect for that. I do not know who these people are. I felt like God used them to come over to my table to tell me to go to an event and open the door for me. So that means investigating a new event for 2020. And it's one of the Comic-Cons. Um, they were saying especially your Rapture book and your um, Lyric book. Those two books would work great. Um, hold on, I'm in. A, I gotta go. I gotta go here. I'm trying to tell the people that um, where I'm at in the parking lot. So then I'm learning. So then I'm learning. Um, so now I'm learning, you know, about new events from people. Please don't hit me, Lord. Thank you for covering me in a school parking lot. Y'all just don't know the struggle is real. On the big road and then in the parking lot. <laughs> and I get here so early so I can try to avoid the traffic and I still get it. Um, so, so now somebody came to my table telling me about an event. They didn't buy my book. They got my bookmark. But they told me all about these this event that they really want to see me at. So I'm like, okay, Lord, got to check that one out for 2020 um but i met such wonderful people there was a young man he was a fourth grader and his family was near the bees because we i was sitting beside on the other side there were two honey vendors and so there was bunches of bees around my sons would not have handled it um I'm not scared of bees, but my boys do not like bees or wasps, so they would have, like, flipped out. They probably wouldn't have been able to sit under there the whole time. Um, but he just comes darting over, stands in front of the Rapture Revolution, looks at the cover, and he says, I want this book. He didn't even know what it was about. I'm like, well, baby, what grade are you in? And I started engaging and talking. I always ask about their grade level so I can make sure that I'm matching them appropriately to the books. Um... And then he says, well, I want this book, too. He was talking about the Teenage Exorcist. And I'm like, well, you need to wait a little bit longer for that one. That one's for young adults. That's for teenagers. But the Rapture Revolution or Lyric, that's for your grade level. So I move them where they need to be at my table based on their uh, grade level. And then the mom comes over, and I talk and talk with them. It was a wonderful conversation. And then they left, and they said they were going to go through the event, see what else they wanted to buy, and they would make their decision at the end of the day. Sure enough, they come back, and she was like, we were even eating. And, and he was saying, I want that book. Can I please go back and get that book? That, y'all, is amazing because I'm such a shy, introverted person that I felt like, wow, I must have known how to pitch that to get that little boy to come back. And she got the rapture revolution. And she sat between the rapture and dear God, um, t please take care of Rambo. And y'all, I would have sold her that copy. It's only one copy, but I'm telling you, I would have sold it to her. Uh, she kept flipping through it, flipping through it. And then she went back to the rapture and she was like, okay, it's a little harder with the vocabulary. I'm going to read the middle of this to look at the vocabulary. I was like, take your time. And I'm like, I'm going to tell you what I did. I read every other page. It was a read aloud with my son. I said, so that helped with the vocabulary. And she was like, okay. Um, she's like, I'm going to get it because it's a challenge. It's something that he can be challenged with. And she grabbed it. She's like, he really wants it. So she got it and we went on. Then I got two families to come up. And they were ninth grade girls. 
And they did the same thing. They came, they talked with me, and then they left. When they came back, she said, I'm using my own money to buy one book. My mama's going to buy me the other book. And then I'll get your next books later. Y'all, my heart just filled with joy. I had a torn up book from Ingram Spark of the Hartwell Chronicles. And this was not the one she was going to buy. And it had these crazy folded pages in the front. I've told you guys about that. And I've had it in my bag. Because that was one that I found when I was setting up at an event. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, this one I can't sell it. So I moved it and put it in my bag. I pulled that book out and gave it to her. And I explained to her mom, this isn't for sale. It was a messed up from the printers. So um, I can't sell it. But I'd love to just give it to her. She could just read it for content. Nothing else is different in it. And they were so happy. So she got all of my books. Y'all, she would walk by and I would see her cradling my books. All three of them. She did not put them away. Um, She held on to them the whole time. Later, she came back just to say she had started a book and she absolutely loved it. Her words, not mine. And it was the raptor revolution. And I'm thinking, here's this ninth grader loving my raptor. And I'm telling you, I love it as an adult. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she started with that one. And she had lyric and she had the Hartwell Chronicles in her hand, and she started with that one. So then her friend comes up, and her friend's wanting to get bridges, and they talk with me about bridges, and they're like, we'll switch out. It reminded me of me and my best friend, how we used to buy, we would be very strategic with our books, and we would switch out. And she was like, you already have those three. If I get bridges, we have the whole set together. Y'all, I wanted to cry because... That was me, young, and they were so excited about meeting me. They were talking about graphic arts and writing, and I was like, keep keep me informed. You know, here's my email. Y'all, precious. Then, the little girl comes back after I had packed everything away, and she goes, oh, you've packed up. I said, it's okay, baby. She said, I really want that book before anybody else reads it. I'm going to read it today before it comes out tomorrow. And she bought Bridges. And she walked away with Bridges. And she was so excited to have that book in her hand. They were actually skipping away. And I'm telling you, the thought of that is going to stay with me forever. We talked about The Hobbit. She read The Hobbit, Harry Potter. One of them was on book seven. And I'm like, you guys, I'm into some tough competition here. They've read the whole Percy Jackson series. And so here I am with kids who have read the greatest books for their age time period, in my opinion. And it's like, oh my gosh, you know, they're going to read mine. And they have that love for you know, J.K. Rowling and Tolkien, and I'm like, oh my gosh, Rick Reardon, and I'm like, what is going to happen with me? But I just have to pray that the Lord allows them to just like my book. I want them just to like it. I hope they love it. Um, And so, another thing happened. A man with a physical and speech impairment um, walked up, and he looked right at the Raptor Revolution, and he said, "Um, Jen Lowry, I want to buy that book right there. Um, And he started talking to me about the American Revolution as if he knew. 
exactly what was going on with that book. And I'm like, maybe he's read it online because he was talking. Y'all, I did not promote it in any way before the event. I put bridges up on my stuff about going to be there or the Hartwell Chronicles. I was like, oh my gosh, he knows all about the rapture. We talked and talked, and he said, I'm going to treasure your book, Jen Lowry, because I love to have books signed. That was just adorable to me, precious to me, um, to know that someone recognized my book. I can't get over it. I cannot get over that. Um, and so those types of, you know, engagements with audience members, with readers that are not your family and friends, and then and then you've got the support of your church people on top of that. All of that combined makes for a trip worth taking because this is why we do this work. You know, to engage, to get our books in the hands of readers, um, to encourage people. I've, you know, I met one lady who is, she's an elder lady who wants to tell her story. I met another elder who has already published a book. It's on Barnes & Noble, and it's on Amazon, but she doesn't know how to promote, so she's going to contact me. We've already become friends on Facebook, and she's local to the community. She's a Lumbee. Um, she'd like to hear that Tyler Lockley or her name was represented. We have, um, I met another family who I love. The spirit was just warm all over for this family who cooks those um, egg roll collards. They want to do a cookbook. They're trying to raise money to start their own business. They already have the building, but they're they're trying to save money. So we talked about creating a quick cookbook that they could sell to accompany them when they go. So that's something that I'm going to be helping them with. And you see, and she was like, God puts me in places with people that are going to build me up. And I said, honey, we have got to build us up, sisters up in Christ, brothers and sisters in Christ. That's what we do. You know, it's not just about me here selling books. God put me there to meet that family and to meet this other lady, to encourage her, another lady to help with PR. And that alone was worth the trip, too, because then their words can get out to encourage and inspire other people. And it might not even be about anything that the Lord gives me to write. It might be all about them and what the Lord gives them to write. And he's using me as a vehicle in another way. And so serving God in all we do, that is powerful, y'all. That's where the blessings come. It's just serving the Lord. And then I believe that the Lord will bless me and keep me, and He will sustain me. He has been sustaining me month by month, and I pray that He will continue to do so. When the end of the day came and we looked at our sales, it was our greatest sales event that we've had so far. And my husband was like, we're definitely coming back here. And he was so positive the whole day, even though he had a car wreck to start it off. He was so loving and wonderful and engaging and he's such an extrovert really good for me to have around um and we're always problem solving together and figuring out ways to do it better and on the way home we were holding hands and talking and i said you know what if the lord blesses us with this life and we had went by an rv camper selling place and i said what if the lord blesses us and, and we get us a driving camper and we get to drive around to events, and we get to meet people, and we get to share what God is doing, and we get to encourage other people at these events and connect with them and help them with their work. He was like, I would love it. I would love it so much. And I'm like, 
it's lovely to spend the life with a man who sees this life for, for us together. And it's not just, no, I couldn't see myself doing this. And so I pray that the Lord will continue to look out for us. And in his time, if he sees that to happen, then it will happen. And in the meantime, I'm a small-time author, <laughs> living this author dream, doing the best that I can in this small little ways to hopefully can make a big impact on the world for Jesus. And so that's what my biggest prayer is. I met a sweet little girl who asked me to pass out tracks, And it says, you have a heart condition. And I put them up on my table for her. She was a homeschool little girl. And she was going around with her Bible tracks at the festival. And I'm like, you know, so many youth, they need clean books today. That's what the conversation kept going back to. People would look at me and say, you know, are these clean? Are these appropriate? And I'm like, Lord, what have they had to deal with? And I know. So my... my um. My stepdaughter was testimony and that about picking out books at the school library at middle school. And there was a scene in chapter one and um, and it was a middle school book. And they're like, wow. They're like, yeah, we know. That's why we're scared to buy books today. Um, and so, you know, having books for readers, appropriate books, we need more of those. So I challenge you, you know, to write for that, write for the Lord right to honor and glorify him and then i'm just so blessed and thankful i'm thankful for every connection made i'm thankful for every door opened the lord is continuing to open doors behind the scenes and i don't even know it and then when i see it i say wow thank you god and i thank god for hooking me into that festival for giving me the insight and the wisdom to say hey that would be a great place to be for nostalgia purposes, but then also for business purposes as well. So I'm just going to continue to pray that too, when people read my books, that they read them with grace. They know that I'm not a perfect writer and I'm an imperfect Christian trying to live my best life for Jesus. Um, and so if they find a little hero or there, they'll continue to read with the joy of the Lord covering all mistakes. <laughs> um, and so I pray for that too. And I just say, you know, guys, go to festivals, go to events. You need to be out there and you need to be. If so, if you are in the process of writing a current book, go out and support other authors, meet authors, go to their tables, engage with them, tell them that you're writing a book, meet up with people, connect with people, even if you're not ready to sell yet. But then if you've got your books in a box, take them out of the box. And I'm going to tell you guys what I prayed. I prayed that we would come home with a lighter load than when we went. And guess what? Two boxes were thrown away at the event. I broke those babies down and they went into that trash can at that event. I'm telling you, that was a feeling. I stood back. I wanted to take a picture of it. I was like, people, that's for my own self. But that's what I prayed for. And I came back two boxes empty. I tell you guys, that can happen for you too. Continue to pray. Continue to seek the Lord's face. Continue to honor God in all that you do. And just try to help people and serve people. And even if you sell one book, 
and it's to your Aunt Dot, or if you sell one book, but you've reached a lot of people, and you've given out bookmarks, and you've had memories made, and you're learning, and you're getting better at talking, that's worth the experience of going. It's not about calculating always the price tag. It's about the memories. It's about the experience. And so I would please, please consider going to as many of these as you can. I would love to have an event once a month. That is my goal. I'm still, um, I did not get accepted at the November event. It was a holiday fair. Um, and I was going to share a table with, with Pooja again. And I was going to get to meet Daniel. And um, we were going to be around some of our um, self-published now people from Facebook, from my group. But I did not get accepted, and neither did they. So we're trying to set up our own events <laughs> in November. So we're still working on that. But, you know, there's always, you know, there's always places that you can try to find to set up. So be real creative. I've got a coffee shop coming in December that I'm really looking forward to doing. Um, and guys, just, you know, don't give up with this world. Just keep at it. I'm going to say that because I did not go at it for so long. And I told my husband last night, well, we're talking about that, about, you know, how I wish I, I could have been the one where people could have poured into me. And he was like, yeah, you could have been like those girls. And he was like, next thing you know, they're writing and they're going to be the next bestsellers. And it's all because of those events where they got to meet authors and see, hey, she's from Maxton. She's right down the street. It's not like you have to be from some big city, faraway place to be an author and, and live your dreams. You know, she's right here. She's local. And you never know how planting that seed can impact a child. So I'm praying for that, Lord. And um, I'm going to continue to pray for you guys. Continue to pray for me. Um, check out my books online. Bridges came out yesterday. I had a Facebook Live party. Had quite a few views on that thing. People were on there supporting me. So that was wonderful. Um, if you missed the Facebook Live party, I talk all about the behind the scenes of Bridges. You can check it up. It's pinned up on my Facebook author page. So you just go to Jen Lowry Author or Jen Lowry Writes at Facebook and um, you'll find me. And you can watch that video and, um, and see my life. <laughs> as it gets interrupted by my kids uh, if you've got kids you understand um, and uh, I just love you guys and thank y'all for being with me I'll talk with you later bye now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there I've published 11 books so far and I write clean books for all ages horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today, to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.